Hey, everybody, shut up. Hi, Jake. It's probably Hannah. Hi, Mel. It's probably Hannah getting Livia dressed and ready to go. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, greetings, Earthlings. So you see. And I'm so excited to have one of my favorite humans and earthlings that I've ever met in my life and consider it to be a great honor to know her, to uh, be, I just behold her genius. She is a fact, a what, a fact spouter. She is a fact spouter. And I love that. And, uh, the amount of research that you've done and that you contain is just astonishing. By far, I you're the greatest researcher on earth, in my opinion. Okay, everybody. Mel K, say hi. Oh, yay. Well, I'm finally here. Uh, and uh, I finally recovered from the last time I saw you in person and we had unlimited steak. So, <laughs> so I'm feeling good tonight. Uh, and uh, I am uh, super excited to talk about... Uh, Saving the world with Roseanne Barr. <laughs> what the hell are we going to do? You know, I wanted to be with you. I want you to come and sit with me in my museum, you know, my museum for gynomorphic resonance, which is a great Kabbalistic term and a mathematical formula and a term for like getting way jiggy with it as far as like imagining a, a much greater world for everybody. So well, I think um, we have an opportunity to, to get there. We, we can't be negative, but the problem is that we have to be very honest about where we are. And, and, you know, thank God for you and Jake and, and a couple other people out there that are not scared to tell the truth. Cause that's all we got left. You know, I was saying to somebody, yeah. I saw Rick Cornell on, on Twitter arguing with somebody. And I thought, I said, you know what, go on the offense with truth. Nothing is nothing is stronger than truth. And too many people are scared to just throw the truth in people's faces. And enough's enough. So thank God for you and Jake. But you, you know what? When these people, when the when the um, truth haters, when the truth is spewed in front of their face, they can't hear it. I mean, a lot of us know that. Yeah. A lot of us know that that's part of mind control. Right. To, to well, uh, also a lot of people right in yeah. front of your face and to deny the reality you're in, not to be aware of your surroundings, not know where you are, just be all mind control programmed. Yeah. And it's, you know, it throws people off balance when they uh, actually have to go inside and maybe admit that they're wrong about things. And right now we really don't have time. What is going on in America and the world is very, very, very dangerous. And if people Terrifying. don't start to understand that um, the color revolution that we've been in in America since 2016, um, has is on steroids right now because the people that are mani manipulating us, and I call them the, the fifth column, they're above our government, they're at the very top, they're functioning uh, very openly in the controlled demolition of America. And by, for them, 2024 is uh, either they, they win or they die. And I mean, it's that serious yeah. for the fifth column. For the, for the real criminals that are, are turning our world into uh, complete chaos for their own gain, uh, we have the faction in America, obviously, the, uh, I call them, you know, the, control, the uh, globalist billionaire oligarchs of the American wing, 
Uh, they're working with everyone else. But what people have to understand, the first thing that's very hard for people to grasp is that both Bushes, Clinton and Obama and Biden are all on that team. Right. And if you don't really understand that and can't even go there, then everything else will never make sense. If you can start there and accept that's possibly true, then everything starts to, then the next answer comes after that, in my opinion. Well, you know, that's part of the mind control program. Um, and I like yeah. that we call it a color revolution because this color revolution, they've been uh, programming everybody for at least what, four decades, well, since the 1950s for a color yeah. revolution in America. And it's cruel. And it's, it's cruel and it's cruel to humanity. The level of depravity and Machiavellian uh, evil we're dealing with on such a high, high level that's like the puppet masters of the strings that are turning all the American people against each other. The whole point is so that we don't realize that we're all equally victimized by this small group of elitist, uh, globalist aligned, globalist funded uh, NGOs and think tanks and, and how they put this all together. And I think all three of us have talked before, the, the nail in the coffin of the United States was the Patriot Act. Yes. And until we realize that and understand what we allowed to happen to us, that when they passed that thing, which again, I, everyone should know, was written well before 9-11, Joe Biden being one of the auth authors of that, uh, that was when our country was stolen from us for real. I mean, there's been many iterations, but that was that was the beginning of the fifth column and the full track and trace surveillance model that has evolved since. And uh, it's been it's been a long game. And, you know, the mind control that you're talking about is part of that, convincing us that we were in so much danger by a terror group that on the outside, like everything is global. It has a global problem, global solution that we were all, they, they, like we've talked about this with Kathy as well about the JFK murder. We were all in a suggestible state. We were all in a place where it was very easy to say, look, we've got this new thing. And guess what came out of that? The DHS, the DNI, TSA. Look at how many age control agencies came out of that, that now threaten us every single day because we are, American patriots. And mm -hmm. that's the problem. And to really understand the Patriot Act was actually against patriots is, is another thing that I think shocks people. Yes. They, they love putting it right in our face. That's why they call it the Patriot Act, because it was yeah. to destroy the patriots. Yeah. And yeah. to uh, whittle away their civil rights uh, under the Patriot Act. I mean, it's just yeah, it is Machiavellian. It really is all levels of it. You know, that's yeah. why the bank heist and the bailout and everything they did. Uh, all banks are they have the name like Fidelity and Trust. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. They really know how to do that yank. Yeah, what's it's part of the tournament. Now? I mean, what's happening? I mean, they're close to damn bankrupt. Everybody knows it. There isn't any money anymore. There's no, nope. there's no money and nowhere to turn, right? Well, I mean, the problem is that nothing can be done if we don't, if we don't comply and, and too many people are still, you know, a lot of the things that people are complying with, they think are for convenience, like having your retina scan to get on a plane faster or using your hand to uh, pay for a Whole Foods. None of this, it, all of these people are connected to the DHS and to the, you know, I don't know if a lot of people out there know this, but the Patriot Act was on steroids, enter Obama and Holder. And you're talking about 
they went way farther without people knowing. They started a division of the Department of Justice that most people don't know exists called the National Security Division, which is where all of this domestic terror, white supremacy, all this stuff is coming out of this. And they have no oversight either right. at all. All the groups that were created under the Patriot Act have no one above them. And, and you know, they, they, they function as like a fourth branch above the government and they don't answer to, you know, all the things that we were taught in school, in uh, history class and all of that. Like people say, well, there's three branches of government and checks and balances and all of that. Yeah, where? No, they, the Patriot Act unraveled the entire concept of accountability in our government by design. And Holder and Obama put in multiple things, including that. We all have talked about the Smith Modernization Act, but also they put in um, they put in a bunch of different um, new agencies that were about uh, technological surveillance. We know about the Snowden drops and all of that. People don't realize how much was done under Obama that undermined um, our freedom and our privacy and actually started. They started creating dossiers on everyone back then. And um, and we really are dealing with a situation where they were they're entering. Remember into why? Technology. Remember why? Why what? Why, uh, why Obama was obsessed with uh, wiping the internet free of all uh, information that the American people should have known about what was going on in their names by way of torture of yeah. uh, Middle Eastern people um, under his administration. You know, remember yeah. all that? Remember? Of course, of course. I mean, there's other things that happen with him. You know, we have to realize, I mean, right now, all these Trump persecutions, I've, I've, I've identified who's really running this. This is what I call the fifth column mm -hmm. in America, because there's no doubt. Uh, the Mueller group and the Crossfire Hurricane group are still running the Get Trump campaign from above yes. our government. And they are writing all of this. They are doing all of this through their NGOs and Brookings and and Just Security and States United. It's it's again, it's Eisen and Weissman and McCord and all the same people. And uh, I think it has a twofold thing. This these persecutions of Trump have two things. One is psychological, which is beating down the truth. Because the the issue is, you know, we always say um, or Trump says they're not after me. They're after you. And I'm in the way. The bigger mm -hmm. picture is they're not after America. They're after the world. And yeah. America's in the way. And That's I don't right. think that, that they're, exactly I don't think they're right. Yeah. And I don't think the war is on Trump. Trump can handle it. This is about the 80 million people that voted for Trump. That's right. Yeah. And they a lot of it. things that they put in under Obama could lead the way to after 2024, literally rounding us up because well, of the laws that they changed. Well, that is always their goal because they despise dissent. And uh, as right. I think my, my story shows, they have no sense of humor about themselves or the way they look or the way they present their their image to the world. Yeah. I mean, they just, you cannot be, they are the people who must remain unmarked. Yeah, I mean, and also what happened to you, we have to understand the level of cruelty and hatred they have towards those 80 million people, yeah. you know, the deplorables thing is so outlandish. I have gone through so many of their, I have, a, you know, on the MelKShow.com um, resource page, I put a lot of their opposition playbooks all the way back to David Brock and Eisen's Democracy Matters uh, playbook on how to take down the entire 
you know, every single person that voted for like Trump, whatever. And if you read through all their stuff, especially what they're doing now, you know, since um, the election, the same group of people, it's the Mueller team and the Crossfire Hurricane team that is functioning above the government uh, with NGOs and Brookings and a lot of other places that were involved in all of that as well. They are um, manipulating people on such a grand scale with no remorse, no, no, remorse. no conscience, no, no empathy. They have gone after a thousand people besides Trump talking about disbarring lawyers, what they've done to Eastman, to, to Rudy Giuliani, what yeah. they've done to all these people. They don't care that they have children, they have parents, they have lives, they have stories. They have, well, Goyevich, through- look at that. Yeah, I mean, all of these people, it, it's it's by any means necessary. And from what I'm reading from the documents, because I you will know tell what you that what, means, that, that means, that's Nazism, by any means necessary. Yeah, I call them the Fourth Reich for a reason. Means. Oh, yeah. So oh, Mel, yeah. Uh, can I interrupt for a second? So you have on your site, I've shared it on my Twitter account, but just so people, if, if they don't know who Mel K is or any of this stuff you're talking about, it is on your site. And the thing about Mel that uh, why I love you uh, is a lot of people have theories and conspiracies online. Yours is actually documented. There's government documented papers. You just put it on the site. You can do your own research. None of this yeah. is bullshit to be clear. Your stuff is vetted and you I've seen you speak a lot about the people in charge and I've actually seen you show a graph like you actually have named these people. I know we can't really do that easily on this podcast, but for the sake of our listeners, could you just give like a five minute a description yeah. of the of the strata of that and who really is at the top? Because I keep asking this every episode. Who is who? who is they? You actually right. know who they is, which is yeah. profoundly yeah. It's important. Crazy. Yeah, it keeps me up at night. And, and they they have evolved in our country as well. And, and Roseanne, you're right. I call it what, what we're dealing with now is the Fourth Reich. And if you really know what the Third Reich's goals were, you would know that that's absolutely true. Just this yeah. one is so dangerous. It reminds me of the, the quote in um, 1984 where they talk about um, where he's explaining what the state is, power for power's sake only, yes. you know, and and. And even in 1984, he says like the, the Nazis and the Russian communists, they were weak. They were they didn't know what they were doing. We know what we're doing. And that's how I feel, because this iteration of the global government, uh, global governance, they call themselves. Agenda 2030 is their is their roadmap. Um, the 17 development goals are their tactics to get us there so that we in the inverted language we talked about before. But what they are is this this group of billionaire oligarchs, they don't have an allegiance to any nation, to any people, to any flag, to any religion. This is this is not what's going on here. This is a group of people that run the planet as if they are the the easiest way to say it is that they are the parent company of planet Earth. And we're all lucky to live here. Mm-hmm. And we have one of those, a parent company of the United States that allows us to live here. And and this is this is how they function and this is what they really think. There's books like Tragedy and Hope and uh and some of these other books that they it's actually insiders in their world that write this. So when you ask me what is going on, I say the biggest fraud in my lifetime, uh certainly in the last hundred years on this planet, is the United Nations. Yes. No Bingo. Oh my God. That's really what I wanted to get into with you because why Mel's here. Yeah. Because (laughs) here we, here we sit and I always wanted you to be in this space at my museum, which is a museum for uh, free thinking women. But anyway, so now we're hooked up by satellites and whatnot. So we're together here and uh, you know, we're not to be, constrained by any 
popular myths or nor lies. We just say what we what we assess from the information uh, yeah. presented I mean, to us, right? Yeah. Well, the best part is that these people don't hide it. Like no, Jake's right. saying, that's why I put it on my website. They don't, they're not hiding this. They never did. First no. of all, you have to understand that the League of Nations failed for every reason it should have because it told you exactly what it was. Well, what came out of that? The United Nations, funded right. by Rockefeller with the help of the Crown, Henry Kissinger, and Zig Brzezinski. And they came up with a plan for how to get us into global governance. And they knew that it would take a long time. These were strategic thinkers. We don't have people like this anymore, especially with the internet and technology. But um, you know, these people were aligned with the Council of Foreign Relations and the Chantham House, in, in it, which is the sister organization in the UK. They believe that they are super class. It says in their own paperwork and everything that they've ever put out there, they're above the people. Um, you know, the, 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 most of them go to the Poison Ivy League or, the, or you know, they're, they're mm -hmm. funneled in there, whether they deserve it or not to be then groomed through different fellowships and, and all that stuff. That's the people Sex that with run goats. Yeah, exactly. A secret societies, you right. know, they, they, they all get into that and they believe right. that, you know, any sacrifice is worth it. But what they've constructed out, out of the United Nations, first of all, the people of America do not know that almost every major uh, division in the United Nations at the very top is a member of the CCP. So uh, a lot of people don't know that the United well, Nations is fully, fully staffed at the highest level with the Communist Chinese Party. Terrible. And Gutierrez himself. And what... So it's like it's it's so inverted and insane. Um, it's just so completely insane. The most insane part for me was to, um, you know, I'll let you continue where you stopped. But I really want to get to when they found when Israel laid bare the tunnels in Gaza and what it showed about the UN. I really want to yeah. talk to you about that. But continue well, but with your thought there. Yeah, no, I mean, people should understand the United Nations and the and the World Economic Forum are one in the same. They have been. They are public-private partnership. The biggest problem on planet Earth and certainly in America is this concept of public-private partnership. The public is not us. Right. The public are the people that control us. Right. The public are the people that deal with the public. But most people hear public-private partnership and they think, oh, you know, it's the private industry and, and the public working together for just like they think the United Nations is some kind of holding hands organization, which it's not. There have been more wars and more problems and more, uh, you know, conflict on planet Earth because of them, because their whole thing is create the problem, you know, cause chaos and come in with the solution that they created before they launched the problem like pandemic. You know what um, that is in yeah. basic American parlance? That's a pimp work in both sides of the street. Absolutely. Get paid coming and going. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. No pun intended. And, and, and to think about it that way is really important because, so if you if you start to realize that um, Kofi Annan, all the way that back, that long ago, and the UN became one in the same, and they talk about this public-private partnership, which is really the multinational corporations, the uh, international banking cartel, I call them, and this group of NGOs that connect to the United Nations, the United Nations, which I call this whole group, the octopus of global mm -hmm. control, as per mm -hmm. Charlie Robinson's book. I think that's a great way to talk about it. Mm -hmm. and it's anti-Semitic, they say. Right. 
Right. Yeah, you heard exactly. that one, right? But these yeah. are this is above Jews. Just I want you to clear this up for everybody because this we're naming it today. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm a no, I'm I'm all over ADL and Media Matters as an anti-Semite. This has nothing right. to do with that. First right. of all, what you Thank have you. to understand is that this was created mm -hmm. by Kissinger, Rockefeller, Brzezinski, the Crown, mm -hmm. and the, and the real wealthiest people on planet Earth, which are all the way up to the Bank of International Settlements, the IMF, the World Bank, and the World Trade Organization. That is their, that is the financial system that runs the entire that is, world. That is the logos of the yeah. entire rotten fucking satanic machine. Well, Ma, you know, last night we went to dinner and you you had a good time, didn't you? I def I definitely had a good time. We had to take your drinks and hide, try and hide them. Do you remember? We were no, all... I don't remember anybody taking my don't. drinks and hiding them. Of course you don't remember. But anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up is because your liver is probably taking quite the hit last night. What probably, was... plus I was eating sushi, raw fish. And, and a pork chop. You I didn't a eat a pork oh, chop. Oh, I did. So yeah. we we're probably both uh, close. Liver damage. <laughs> yeah. So a product we've been selling on this, we started last week, is the liver health formula. Yeah, thank God. I know. So I got us some. I, normally, I, they send it to us, you know, they want us to try the product. We've been traveling. I actually just went and bought it. I paid for it because I knew that w what kind of partying we were going to do in Hawaii together. And I was right <laughs> last night. So anyway, fatty liver is a huge, huge problem in this country because you think about it. It's not just drinking. People, mm -hmm. you know, you're smoking, cholesterol, mm -hmm. stress. Our livers take such a hit, mm -hmm. yours and mine especially, like I said after last night, that this formula is formulated to help protect and make your liver healthier. So I'm glad that That's we've been great. asked to we do gotta it. That's great. we got to get on that ASAP. Absolutely. It's an all-natural supplement, just so you know what this is. Because you tell people to buy pills, like, get this liver. What is it? Yeah. It's an all-natural supplement. It contains 11 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. This company's already helped 2 million Americans, and uh, I think we should just tell people to go check it out and get it. So tell them where to go. Well, you go to getliverhelp.com forward slash RB. And remember, your liver is responsible for 500 key functions. It's kind of like a lint filter in the dryer, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. Impurities, and then if you just heap in impurities on it 24-7, that's when it gets fatty, because yeah. it's just like too full of uh, toxins to do its job. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, basically, it's just like your body. If you're unhealthy mm -hmm. and you're not taking care of yourself, you'll start putting on fat and weight and getting, getting sick and lethargic. Yeah, even That's your liver's fat, good. right? Even my liver's fat. <laughs> so anyway, go to getliverhelp.com forward slash RB and get your uh, product now. Mom, when you talk about royals, is this who you're talking about? Because I'm tying this all together in this episode. You always talk about it being royals. and I say pharaoh. Pharaoh, international. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Okay. Yeah, but these are, these are the, like, you know, the bank, the, the city of London is really the bank of, of, of the monarch. That's right. not it's, it's the city of London is not a city. It's not London, the city. It's it's the Bank of the Monarchs. They all do trace back to the Bank of International Settlements. And mm -hmm. if you look at the Bank of International Settlements, it's built to look like the Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. I don't this is not an accident. No. And within 20 it's miles right in our of face. that. It, they right. love putting oh, yeah. it right in our face. All right. So continue. Sorry, and within 20 miles of the Bank of International Settlements or so is what CERN? Where mm -hmm. they're trying to create a portal to hell, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the World Health Organization and Davos. Mm -hmm. So the whole lie that we've been told about Switzerland, that it's neutral, has been mm -hmm. a grand lie the entire time to not look at Switzerland at all. 
because that right. is not what they are. Everything leads to Switzerland. And everything that, is that, the Swi everything is the Swiss and the Swiss yes. banking system, which and is the, the banking system of Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't say, hey, we're the evil bank and we're all Satanists. They would say we're United Nations. We're the neutral country. Like they're not going to come out and be like, hey, we're going to you know, take over the world and kill all of you. They're going to yeah. say the opposite. So it's usually the inverse of the truth. So we know exactly. what you're saying is true just by the names that they're using. It's obvious horseshit. Yeah. It's well, because it's, they're Luciferians. Yes. Yeah. And it's so high above. Also, don't forget, a lot of these people believe that Satan is the god of light. Right. They, they, do. they really do think that and that and that our God is the God of darkness. I mean, uh -huh. if you listen to what they say, they put it down on paper. Go look at mm -hmm. Alice Bailey's Lucis Trust at the right. United Nations to, to learn everything. Yeah. It's true. I've done whole shows. I went there because <laughs> they still have at the United Nations to this day, they still have the Lucis Trust meditation room. Uh, and that's all based on theosophy, which was, you know, the occult practice Hitler used. And they, yeah. they don't even they have a big black cube in the middle of their UN Lucis Trust meditation room. Yeah. <laughs> and, and don't forget the lady that started it, Alice Bailey. She was her company was Lucifer Publishing. Jeez. So you think that and you think what? And this is all true, everyone. So the United Nations basically has tentacles. So they have what? They have UNESCO, which is the disgusting, uh, uh, all of what is happening to education. It's called the World Curriculum. Also, that was Alice Bailey's friend, Robert Mueller, the original Robert Mueller, who created that and said that the biggest problem was nationalism and parents. Right. <laughs> And, and have no allegedly. nations or no countries and no laws so, right. so on top of that. So right. then you have the World Health Organization, which is a money laundering scheme. Don't anyone think it's anything else but a big transfer of wealth. You got the IPCC, which is the Club of Rome, uh, limits of growth. Also, uh, mind you, also funded by Rockefeller, the IPCC Club of Rome. That's where all I of the I told you what that guy from. told me about Club of Rome. What? Well, I'll tell, I'll, we'll talk about that later. Keep going. Yes. Um, then we have, uh, we have, uh, the, uh, IPCC, then we have both the trilateral commission, the, uh, council of foreign relations are ours. Brzezinski ran trilateral. They believe in no borders. Uh, Blinken, I believe, uh, Rice, Sullivan, I believe they are all members of the trilateral commission. Uh, then we've got the Council of Foreign Relations, which everyone has said has picked our president since, uh, since you know, Wilson. Wilson yeah. was an me original member over there at the Council of Foreign Relations. Lots of stuff happened during Wilson, including the Federal Reserve. So he was definitely an operative, not of the Americans. And then as time went on, so then with that group, we also have what I call philanthropathies, which are philanthropaths, um, mm. which are the global uh, organizations like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Good the word. Open Society. Yeah, so all these groups, so the Rockefeller Foundation. Oh, you're there you are. Okay, we're back. So all these groups, so, um, and then we got, we got the NGOs, which are all the other groups that funnel all this stuff, all have great names. You know, they all want to save democracy, <laughs> the, the NGOs. And then we have the Rockefeller Fa Foundation, the Rockefeller Brothers Foundation, and the Rockefeller yep. Family. And of course, everyone wants to figure out where the Rothschilds live in this model, I'd say at the Bank of International Settlements, but whatever the case may be, um, it has always been the Rockefellers that took the front row. And what's odd when you get called a anti-Semite for bringing this up is that they are not Jewish folks, the Rockefellers. Right. 
So <laughs> we always try and tell people that nobody nobody wants to hear that. It's amazing. It's weird, right? It is weird. Well, people have to stick with what they have to stick with for for. But I mean, reason. we really do need to talk about anti-Semitism being off the chain. Yes. I, I feel like I feel like that that whole narrative, honestly, at this point, I feel like it's just weak-minded and and shallow thinking, and it's 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 become ever so many things have become so uh, diluted, uh, especially with this mind control that is social media. Yeah. That it's yeah. it's almost to a point where I I don't even what say what you want on social media if you if you confront me in real life and you can have a dialogue and then we can do that but you know the whole thing with this like marching around for ceasefire now who did they who are they talking to the globalist billionaire oligarchy which I call the Fourth Reich are funding both sides of every war on planet Earth right mm -hmm. now right. there are no. Jews or Palestinians fighting each other. There are no Ukrainians and Russians fighting each other. There are no people in Yemen fighting each other. No, no, no. This is all manufactured chaos for the Great Reset. Right. And if you don't start there and understand that this is about A, creating a, a digital track and trace surveillance totalitarian top-down global governance model mm -hmm. that looks like Pan Am in Hunger Games, and you don't believe that, then you have no idea what's going on or what's happening in America because the one thing that's not allowing them to do that is the United States Constitution, Bill of Rights, and our people. And, and that uh, is it. Yeah. Yep. That is and right. And that is it. And I'm the American people us. should unite behind that at, at how important we are right now for the world. And I'll tell you what, the rest of the world is looking at us and thinking, get up. Stand yeah. up. What are you doing? I have lots of people from communist countries and or I get tons of emails saying, well, how do the American people not know? And you you guys and I know because they started in our school system a long time ago, yeah. telling our kids, teaching them learned helplessness, yeah. you know, yeah. com comply, follow. You know what? Learned helplessness is a lot like privilege. This, oh, yeah. It, that's what it is. Well said. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's privilege yeah. without being born into privilege. You can just get privilege. Yeah. You're victimized. yeah, it's like oh, somebody else will take care of me. I'm somebody else's problem. Yeah, I don't have to work on myself or or admit I'm wrong and, and have harmed other people. That's for somebody else. You know, I got to right. make a living. Yeah. What and at the end do? of the day, if you're living off of the government and this means also we what do we have two million uh, employees of the United States federal government and mm -hmm. then uh, you know or and then we have a whole bunch of people that are on government assistance now we have a whole bunch of legals on government assistance if the government fully pays if the government those you are know, called Democrat voters I know but if the gov but they're choosing to be slaves then because if the government pays for your food and the government pays for yeah. your bills and the government pays for your housing the government owns you Mm -hmm. And and as long as that's the case, and people say, well, why are they all like that in D.C.? Why, you know, why are they all like that? Well, because all of them depend on the government to pay them, to pay their pension, to keep them going, and to never fire them. Right. So, well, of course, they're going to vote no matter what for the people that feed their stomachs. And and at the end of the day, they don't have compassion, empathy. A thousand people have been destroyed by lawfare by this one fifth column group of poison Ivy League lawyers with their NGOs and their globalist aligned banking cartel funding it all. And they don't care at all. I'm telling you, when I read things, especially op eds by like Weissman or, or Eisen, um, Weissman, you know, it's the Mueller uh, 
lead counsel. We also know that the Mueller investigation was a total fraud because they knew the entire investigation was based on an entire fraudulent thing called the Russia hoax. Well, Mom, we've been in Hawaii now for a little while. Yeah. And uh, I brought the Field of Greens with me. Mm -hmm. We've been doing it. With that fantastic little bottle with the ball in it. Yeah, I don't know if they sell that on their website but they should if they don't they, really they gave a it a good thing to mix it up real quick yeah because sometimes you get in the, the spoon or blender and it's just kind of a pain in the ass this is literally i rinse it out i i wash it maybe every three days because mm-hmm. it's just my drink and yeah you put the powder in the fill the greens it's one scoop water it's got a little ball and you just shake it for 60 seconds and you can drink it out of there it's like having your own little you know bottle with you take it on the go put it in the fridge it's really simple they've simplified health that's what i like about fill the greens because as you know, we talk about it a lot. They just take whole fruits and whole vegetables. They put them six, there's six whole fruits and vegetables and they're specially tailored to help your liver and stuff. It's not just like they threw them in mm-hmm. a bowl. It's, they've handpicked them. And then they freeze dry them and pulverize it into a dust. So you don't have to sit there and eat like a cucumber and an orange and an apple. No one's got time for that. And also that sounds disgusting. You just do this scoop, you put the water, you shake it, and you drink it at your own leisure. And it's it's been really, really awesome for us. Yeah, and it really does make you feel a lot better, a lot healthier, a lot more energy, brighter. Yeah. You feel brighter. I think it helps with hangovers, too. Yeah. I'm going to let you know on that <laughs> yeah. in about an hour. How are you feeling today, by the way? I feel okay as yeah. I wake up and, you know. Do your fatty liver. and Dealing your... with my fatty liver and my uh, raw fish booze night well this is why 71 it's a good thing i'm on all this uh field of green stuff that's what i think i think you're able to party like a rock star at 71 because of field of greens that's probably very true it's part of your supplemental uh, diet with all your drinking but anyway uh i want you guys to know that my mother has gotten you 15 percent off your first order if you go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code RB, Mom will let you tell them they like when you say it better than me, but it's uh, 15% off. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code RB. Yeah. So the entire Mueller thing... But they didn't too- care because they were getting paid off the people's tax money, so they t- they could take it four years, which they did. Yeah. I really I think, think that they owe the yeah. American people... We, we oh, need yeah. to be paid back for the money stolen for that those fake government investigations. Of shit. Well, they, they already lost. blew that. <laughs> but no, but that's but that's really important to bring out because the people I'm telling you right now, I found evidence that um, the, now it was Eisen that was Norm Eisen, the color revolution king. He was also the uh, laughably the ethics czar under Obama <laughs> and then uh, presided over, I believe, was the uh, was the, then the ambassador in the Czech Ukraine, uh, Czech, Czech Ukraine. Uh, Czech Republic, I believe, but he was over in uh, that area when there was a color revolution. His hero is a guy named Gene Sharp from, and they, you know, he's he's uh, Obama's friend from uh, Harvard Law, of course. Um, he writes a lot of op-eds. Well, he was he had he had drafted ten. He brags about ten reasons to impeach Trump. Right when Trump won, he was the the head lead counsel that worked for um, Schiff and and um adler nadler uh in the fake trump hoax uh impeachment in ukraine he's written two books about destroying trump uh he's with crew uh well his group crew is behind almost every single disbarment and destruction and of every single person who went to court to question the election all of the people that have been fighting to change the election laws all of that are being funded by the, and through that group 
Uh, Norm Eisen himself is behind, was behind many, many things, but I believe now him and Weissman, who was the Mueller head of the Mueller investigation, um, I think that they are through their NGOs, States United, Just Security, and the Brookings Institute, writing all of the, or creating the novel legal theories yes. to, con to continue down this path of Trump uh, persecution. And it's all, it all goes back to the very beginning of Crossfire Hurricane and, and the Mueller report. And the big thing is we have to remember these people spied on a sitting duly elected president well, and, and, framed, and, and framed falsified evidence. Well, Admittedly. All of it. No, it's, it's sedition, yeah. treason, collusion, yeah. RICO, these people. And then not only were they all involved in the Transition Integrity Project, which was a simulation a year before the election, before the pandemic, to take out Trump and make sure he couldn't win because they knew he would. Um, then they put themselves back in charge. And now they've been going a full steam ahead towards Agenda 2030 and getting out of the American model into the globalist governance model so that they never have to pay for it. Yeah. Because half of the persecution of Trump right now is about about Trump, the other, and, and really about us, about the Trump voting bloc, the 80 million people they need to shut up and silence who care about our country and our patriots and, and you know, want America to remain America. So they need to destroy Trump to destroy us. But the other thing is they're protecting themselves. So there's yeah, a lot totally. of selfish interest. But when I see that Eisen and, and, um, and Weissman wrote a entire document of a novel theory of uh, going after Trump for the classified documents, the entire Jack Smith case, uh, yeah. and delivered it to Lisa Monaco, the number two in our Department of Justice, which is rogue beyond comprehension, mm -hmm. on June 2nd, then uh, Weissman now has a show, the lead counsel, I mean, the lead investigator on the fraudulent Mueller investigation has a show on Intel Media, MSNBC, <laughs> where he every night covers the Trump trials. He goes on his show, or he goes on with Nicole Wallace, a, a Bush uh, in, uh, administration person who has a show on NBC, uh, MSNBC, and he says Trump's going to be indicted. Well, three days later, Jack Smith indicts Trump the document that Eisen and Weissman submitted through Brookings and Jack Smith's indictment are identical. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? Where did this come from? And they're using this 739 for, first of all, everything that he did is covered under the Presidential Records Act. But when you really look at it, the 739 that they're using as the charge to go after him for the documents, the whole thing is is based on a 1948 um, law or a, a bill about that government department of defense contractors sharing information with foreign adversaries. It's got right. nothing to do with the president or anything else. So right. when, when they say novel legal theories, they mean new, <laughs> right. not, not real law, legal right. theories for anything. So this, I mean, this is a lot of information. I know we all know a lot. I don't think every listener of this show or other shows knows as much as we, we do. I, I would think they, they don't. And I don't mean that as an insult. So just to be clear, this is organized from the top. It's not really a war on Trump. It's a war on us. Trump is just who we like. It's the American ideal. We want to be independent. We want guns. And we are the biggest threat. Well, to he's the real movement, threat right? to them. Well, yeah, but anyone we'd pick would be the threat to them right. because we don't yeah, want the globalist agenda. Us. Yeah, we want guns in America and we want to be the shining house on the hill and all that stuff. And that's what is, I've said this before. I'm so glad you said it, Mel. I didn't know that you felt this way. 
But I do feel like us conservatives or even moderate Democrats or those of us that are sane in America, I feel like we are the front line and we yep. are the biggest threat to this movement because we're independent, we're, we're kind of badass and we're all armed and they're terrified of us. I really think yeah. it's that simple. And that's why we are the target of this global conspiracy, because that's what you're really talking about is a global. Yeah, I don't think it bothers them that we're armed at all. Well, I think it does. I mean, you remember when Biden went out there and goes, you're going to need a lot more than an AK to stop tanks. or whatever. Yeah. And then he couldn't. And then and they all say that and they laugh at us and then they can't stop a fucking insurgency halfway around the world. Never have. We, yeah. we know what happened in Vietnam. We know what happened in Iraq. We know what happened in Afghanistan. We know historically what's happened in Afghanistan to other empires. People that are loose with guns are a problem. You can talk about your tanks and your F-16s all you want, Mr. Biden. But you know yeah. damn well 100 million of us armed and organized is a threat. And I'm not saying that we're going to do anything. I'm just saying he's lying when he says you're going to need bigger weapons to stop our, our tanks. They can't. They don't have enough tanks for 100 million people. They can't even stop an Iraqi village of insurgents that are four or 5,000 armed. You think they're going to handle 100 million? Yeah, well, especially, no. when they, especially when they arm and organize them themselves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and one, one more thing, and then I'll back up because you guys salaries. are doing great. But. I just want to say they're paying their salaries. Can we go now to the Gaza thing? Yeah, because but hold on real quick. The, the, I just want to say this one point. The Rothschilds, which you brought up earlier, when you were talking about how we're they're funding this on both sides, that is how the Rothschilds became the Rothschilds. Yeah, that they is. They falsified evidence about a Napoleon battle, and right. they actually were playing both sides. So that is their playbook that goes back probably before them, but at least we can trace it to Napoleon. They, they lie and fund both sides of the war. Yeah, yeah. So it's double yep. the income. All right. You, well, because they sell arms yes. to the people they agitate to both go sides. to war against each other. And then and they pay for the cleanup on both sides. It's so it's actually just a, a great scam. Yeah, we well, that's where the money. real money is, Jake, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the after. The, the, you know, I say, and Smedley Butler said it, as, as Eisenhower said it, as many people have said it over time, uh, the real winner of every war is whoever rebuilds that nation, just like yeah. the Marshall Plan went to create the EU, the first of the plan nation states, or if you want to think of Hunger Games, the first ward is the EU. We, were, we are, if people don't know about the Declaration of North America, I suggest you go read it. Uh, because we are the ward that they are trying to create here is no border between Canada, America, and Mexico. Because they, the whole Kissinger plan, grand plan, came out a lot of it out of Harvard. Obviously, um, is that they want to divide us into ten wards, and then that's how the Agenda Twenty Thirty global governance would work. And and now they have the technocracy and the you know the digital track and trace surveillance in in place. And they this is this is the plan. This is what. 2024 election is about. And one thing I do want to say that I think is important because you do have a very big audience that is um, on all different aspects. Uh, they equally hate all of us. Yes. People <laughs> like they, they do not they do not like the Democratic voters. They're just easier to manipulate because the Democratic voters tend to be emotional voters. Right. They, they get to their emotions and then everything is, emo is about an emotion, you know. Um, and so and I also don't think left of center, probably 15 percent, right of center, probably 15 percent just want the government to leave us alone and mm -hmm. do their job. And that's mm -hmm. the people that I feel like ha that's the answer for this country is that is that 
group. If you're way far left and you're at the point where like your, your head explodes and you don't understand that the entire psychological operation that is the Trump get Trump campaign that's been going on. If you really buy into all of that, my, my litmus test is anyone that was cheering and laughing and thought that it was so great about the E. Jean Carroll case. Yeah. Yeah, if you I'm thought that that was some kind of win, yeah, you, your yeah. soul is dark as night. And yeah. you, there really is very little hope for you. If you can't be honest about what happened there and right. then you go on Rachel Maddow and you cheer about it and people, yeah, I'm so glad they got him. It's an implausible, impossible story. Uh, and she's 74 years old and wrote a sex column for Elle and she deserves $83 million in damages. And you're cheering that on. Well, no. those people are deranged to right. a point of they cannot, they're not dealing in truth and reality. No, they're And then on the other side, we got a whole nother thing, but I have to tell you what I have looked at because these global globalist billionaire oligarchs that have captured our nation, they also run all, all the get out the vote charities. So Zuckerberg <laughs> and, and, and Open Society and all of these. And then, you know, uh, there's a whole church network out of Atlanta that they also run. And that goes in all the inner cities. And the truth is, if you really read their documents, and I'm talking about the ones that are funded by Arabella Partners and New Venture Fund and all of these different groups, um, what you're going to read is that they don't believe any American deserves a vote at all. Right. This is not about this is not about democratic voters or marginalized voters or whatever. No, they truly believe that you know, there's that Rockefeller quote I say a lot on stage where he says, where, at a, where, where he thanks, of course, New York Times, Washington Post and Time magazine for their discretion, or they wouldn't <laughs> have been able to get to the one world government that they're at now in the 90s, he says this. But he goes on to say that surely a moneyed class of bankers and educated people is far more preferable than the auto determination of populations. Wow. Uh, if you read Tragedy and Hope, that's their Bible in terms of what they were doing. So right. at the end of the day, all of the get out the vote things that they're doing, for, it has nothing to do with anyone voting at all. Right. They don't the inverse. It's always the inverse. That's how you know it's right. not about voting or democracy because of the name. Like we keep saying. None. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Democracy yeah. Alliance. That's a big <laughs> yeah. one. Or protect democracy. Yeah. Or, you know, but it's not. Or like what's what's his, what's um, so Zuckerberg rebranded. It used to be the tech and civic, whatever it was. Now it now it's the Center for Excellent in Elections, Excellence in Elections. That's that's okay. Zuckerberg's. So that's oh my God. That's what that means. Yeah, I love that he's talking about democracy and then he's building a giant bunker out pretty close to where we are in Hawaii. That's like $250 million with blast proof doors. And he's like, you know, like that's what he's talking. That's what he's I mean, doing. When he's people really need to understand what a disgusting <laughs> concept democracy really is. They they are in love with it because, you know, they're in love with it because they are in love with lies. But uh, democracy is a, well, the worst fucking thing in the world. The few against the many, the many against the few, that's democracy. And it's no damn good for anyone except, you know, the oligarchy. Are you talking about legitimate democracy or what do you mean by that? Because I'm a fan of democracy is the mob rule. One man, one vote. So, you know, OK, hey. Hey, let's go to the let's go to the Muslim world and let them vote on whether Jews exist or not. So, of course, you know, there's democracy for you. Well, you like, know, what is what is important to, to realize is that our founding fathers looked at every single kind of um, of over the 10 years that it took with the Federalist Papers. That was Madison and Jay and and. Um, that they all wrote them anonymously because they knew that they would be killed because they're fighting the same bullies we are right now. No and they, kidding. They, you know, 
it's very similar. It's very similar. And, um, but they all decided, they looked through everything from Plato to Socrates to Aristotle to all the way to Rome and, and, uh, and, uh, Greece and the Westphalian model and all different models. They all decided on not a democracy. And the reason, um, Madison Jefferson and, uh, James, you can look it up. They all talk about it in, uh, I think it's, uh, probably, Federalist 49 or so in the, in the 40s, but um, they talk about why they rejected democracy and it was because they didn't believe that 51% ruling over 49%, if the 51% was corrupt, depraved, dishonest, and violent, that that would be the closest way to get back to a monarchy or dictatorship. So they didn't want that. And right. that they actually debated democracy and they were most, all of them were pretty much against that model. Um, of course, uh, the representative democracy that we have has been totally captured because our representatives are bought and paid for by the globalist billionaires that own them. But, you know, the, the idea that our Constitution and Bill of Rights still does exist is a miracle. This, yeah. this, this Constitution never listed, lasted this long in any nation it was tried in, and it still stands. And, and that is really... Like I said, 2024, you are either for remaining America as our founders intended, or you are for globalism. There is no, uh, there is, that is the choice of 2024. There's nothing else. And that is what the the thing is that really gets me is that people don't have the foggiest fucking notion of what globalism really means. I mean, they've just been bullshitted into thinking, oh, it's a one world. I mean, one world, one blah, 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 mm. or shit. Or no shit. borders, open borders. Everyone loves everyone. Everyone hugs, chocolate streams and rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> but they, no. they forget that human nature doesn't work that way. No. And, and, you know, people are people. There's a lot of sociopaths and psychopaths like these people that are running the show. And, you know, even even, you know, I, I really look at all this. And like I said, there's a fundamental lack of of, of decency, of, of, of compassion, of of mutual respect. Yeah, that no these, respect. this small group of people, this this group of people that have captured our country between um, the international bankers on Wall Street, the globalist bankers and the uh, the people that fifth column in D.C. and then the the elitist snobs out there is that they don't they hate humanity. These yeah. are not people. They what they've done to their own. So they they use the Democratic Party as their front. But the bottom line is, all they've done is filled those people with toxic hate that's not real. They filled them with anger, vitriol, and then they encourage them because a lot of these people that are going out in the drank tree in Surrey hour, and they're going out and then and then they get shared. Do you know that when when libs of TikTok shares these videos, these people consider it a win? Like we're all horrified. But these people are like, yes, she shared mine or she shared. So I have to tell you, like, that's a very that's a subset of these people. But the the idea they've used the entire Trump thing from Crossfire Hurricane to this day to keep us divided, to keep the color revolution going, to keep us constantly exhausted and at each other's throats and picking what's real and what's not real when the truth is is very plain to see. But it's just, it, it's a constant, like you you talk about it all the time, Roseanne. Um, it's a constant mind control. It's cognitive warfare. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'm glad people are turning it off. But I'll tell you what, that MSNBC is a fifth column operation over there. And it, they do not care what they are doing to this country. They're in on it. Mm-hmm. And I believe a lot of these people believe that they will be in Pan Am, if you, if you want to do the Hunger Games, which is the easiest way to do it. They believe that they will be in the Pan Am. And I, I think when Obama signed on to Agenda 2030 in 2015, he signed our country up for globalism. 
Yeah. And and they all went in full. I'm talking from BlackRock to Hollywood to everyone else. They all said at the top of the, these are the people that get invited to Wyoming and Sun Valley. And, you know, they, they do their hobnobbing wherever they do their hobnobbing. You know, it's like it's like the Wansie conference, I say. They yeah. have a meeting to find out the final solution for the American patriots. You know, that's yeah. kind of what they're doing. And uh, and I'll tell you right now that they um, I feel like that they signed on to that hook, line and sinker. And I'm, I think their fortunes, their 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 survival, their families, their whole vision for everything is so like they signed on to the agenda 2030 and blood and by any means necessary, because that first 30 executive orders that Joe Biden dropped on the desk the day he got in there, probably written by these people I'm talking about. They were to to reverse everything Trump did to stop the globalism. Mm -hmm. So it was like they were like, we got off track from Agenda 21 and, and then Agenda 23. They, they were never going to make it. So they all jumped back in. And people need to know they're having the world, um, the summit of the future in September 2024, where they're going to present a world constitution called Our Common Agenda. It's a real thing. And uh, Joe Biden's going to sign that thing. So we really have to understand that um, this is not about left and right, Republican and Democrat. You can deal with that after 2024. Oh, and and yes. Donald Trump has got four years in him if that's it. But you know what? We have to we have to really it's it's not draining the swamp. It's getting the fifth column that's above us destroyed. It, it's really and all of us can agree that they have no business and no right to steal our country from us. And that's right. what they've done. Well, it's funny that they came about during the Carter administration. The senior executive service, oh, you know, but it's, you know, I mean, he's a he's a secret handshake kind of a sort. They all are all our presidents. Well, Ma, you know, one thing we talk about all the time, not just in in the podcast, but in our lives, is debt slavery. Mm -hmm, the system of debt slavery. What is that? Because. We have a, a, a new sponsor, I think, that'll actually help people if they're stuck in this. How, how would you describe debt slavery? Well, it's an economic system, which they call, they call, they have words for it that hide the truth. Like, you know, when banks use words like fidelity and trust while they're ripping you off. Right. Well, they say free enterprise while they're putting you in debt slavery. Right. But it's just, you know, you go deep, the more, you know, the more stuff you put on credit, the deeper into debt you go and the higher your interest rates go and that's what keeps you in debt is never really paying off what you owe you're yeah. paying off the stuff they're adding to what you owe like that's why it takes 30 years to pay off a mortgage like the first 10 years or so you're just paying off interest well this company that i'm going to tell you about is one of those it's, it's yeah. a way to mitigate it's called done with debt it's donewithdebt.com easy to remember and they basically help you if you're in debt. They'll they'll actually negotiate with your credit card mm -hmm. companies for you. They'll help you get out of debt. It's not a loan because a lot mm -hmm. of times there's predatory done with debt companies. Mm -hmm. Not done with debt, but debt companies. They said, we're going to help you. And then they put you in further debt and a loan. Yeah. This is not like that. It's actually like professional people that know how to get you out of debt. You, yeah. you go to donewithdebt.com. It doesn't matter how big a debt. It could be $1,000. It could be $100,000. They'll school you, they'll help you, they'll negotiate on your behalf. Debt is a huge problem in this country. It's one of the biggest. It, it is actually linked to one of the one of the highest links to suicide in this country. It's a very, very serious problem. And so, stress, which is, uh, you know, a, a lot of disease. Absolutely. So, mental unrest. Tell the people where to go for Done With Debt. 
uh, they just go to donewithdebt.com. Easy to remember, yeah. And check it out. They'll help you. This is really, this is not something to wait on anymore because debt, it doesn't Yeah, even just, if you question it, yeah. go there and get help. Let them renegotiate all the interest that's so unfair that you're paying anyway. Absolutely. And get get on get on a, a new foot. Absolutely. And then with that money you're saving with them that you can buy merchandise for the Roseanne Bar podcast. That's true. What is yep. Agenda 2030 for people who don't know? Because you brought that up a few times. Okay. Well, Agenda 2030 is a global governance model that uh, assumes that all problems are global and therefore all solutions need to be global. And that means that there needs to be global governance, a global um, kind of parent company over planet earth that controls all the subsidiaries under them. So if you think of a parent company, I once worked for an ad agency. So they had WPP was the parent company and it owned Ogilvy and McCann and Young and Rubicam and everyone else. It owned all the ad and we would all compete against each other for business in spending millions and millions of dollars. At the end of the day, the same company owned all of us. Right. <laughs> like, what, what is going on here? And that's kind of what we're dealing with. Agenda 2030 has 17 sustainable development goals. They are sustainable for their model, for their global governance model. Um, all of them have things like no more poverty, everyone has an ID, uh, there's a world banking system, all of that. So the opposite uh, of all that's true. It is all digital. Right. And it all includes... Uh, a digital ID. A lot of people know that uh, Bill Gates and others are behind that. Um, of Mark course, of all of our tech firms basically in America have come out of DARPA and, and the Department of Defense and have contracts to track and trace surveil us. They did way before the Twitter files were revealed. This yeah. comes out of the Patriot Act, like everything else that has destroyed our country in terms of surveillance and being a police state. But on top of that, so Agenda 2030, they, they put all these things in there and they're all sustainable goals. But um, I will tell you the end goal is, and, and what you need to ask is, well, who's enforcing these? Who mm -hmm. enforces Agenda 2030? And then you see that they have a, they have a pact, uh, the UN and World Economic Forum are one in the same. It's called the Great Reset to them. It's called Our Common Agenda at the UN. It's called Global Governance. And if you go on any of the websites of the Octopus of Global Controls tentacles, that's every one of them, including all the way up to the Bank of International Settlements, and you put in Agenda 2030, they all have an Agenda 2030, including the Vatican, including yeah, NATO, including because wow. NATO is really the one world military. You know, they, they want the central bank digital currency, which will be global, not American. It will be run through the IMF. They do not hide this. And what they will what they will require of all of us is to have a digital ID that includes our climate tracking and tracing, includes our vaccine passport, and they did they did a run through with the vaccine passport. They um, it will include all of our spending. We will have uh, the the a concept of taxes will be immediate. Uh, it will include a social credit score like in China being built. It will include also. Um, it, uh, the other thing that it will include is um, travel and anything that you're using that uh, takes up energy, kind of an, they call it, what do they call it? Climate trace. So they have all these things in, in, in play and it's, and they've all been pushing through the UN and, and World Economic Forum, a global digital ID, hmm. global wallet, they call it. And um, that you will not be able to function as, in their plan 
on planet Earth unless you have that global wallet. And that's a track and trace surveillance system that's connected to the satellites. And basically, you, we are China worldwide. And don't forget, Davos just had their event um, a few weeks ago. And what wasn't reported was that the the VIPs there were the Chinese Communist Party, the number two to G. And one of the big topics was that they the model that the Chinese Communist Party uses for resources is the best model in the world. And all the people at the Davos crew Klaus Schwab and everyone, Kerry, you know, Gore, our, our team there, yeah, clapping, clapping. When they're saying that the CCP is the best at controlling resources, they mean people. Right. <laughs> so, right. So, so that, Scary. that's what they're saying. And that's where it's coming from. How I, are they expecting I, us I help? Just get- really, I just really was amazed um, when, uh, well, the whole October 7th uh, attack on Israeli civilians really affected me because that was my tweet. That was really oh, right. Well, your tweet is kind of important. Yeah, I realize, I mean, we're really good friends in real life, so I know that I know a lot of what really went went down, but I, I wanted to say something about your tweet because people are really being deceived on a grand scale. You know, my mom's like, don't talk about that. You're getting, they're going to come get you. Well, you know what? If we lose in 2024, all three of us are going to the gulag, so we might as well say whatever we want because yeah. that's also built into into the Patriot Act. Yes, it um, is. But, what I will tell oh, you, we is all have that, files. We're all in. Yeah, files. yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Um, but I'll tell you that um, the Muslim Brotherhood is being left out of the conversation, and the Muslim Brotherhood is Qatar. Yes. Yeah. So while they're acting like, oh, we're we're just going to go through Qatar, they're not going to say we're just going to go through the Muslim Brotherhood. Do you know that when Blinken, when we when we botched the exit, I think purposefully out of Afghanistan, Anthony yeah. Blinken gave all of our all of the power of the of the you know our whatever control we had left in Afghanistan to Qatar. Mm-hmm. Now, if they were not saying Qatar and they were saying the Muslim Brotherhood, would people react? Probably, but yeah. that is who that is. It is they are a billionaire group that run mm-hmm. Islam, and they are called the Muslim Brotherhood, and they are a big part of the Great Reset agenda. Mm-hmm. They and here's the craziest part. So right now they're all working together. So the Muslim Brotherhood's working with the Davos billionaires, working with the CCP, working with all of this to displace America. So that they can have their great reset, one world global governance. They're all in on agenda 2030, first of all. So to think that they're not is, is naive. But they want to take America out because then they can control it. It's the American people that are the problem. Actually, 80 million of us that they want to take out. Yeah. yeah. So the and then we have people all over the world. We're watching the uprisings. Those are our people. The people mm-hmm. rising up in, in Europe, all over the world. Those that's our people. They hate them too. So, but the truth is. If they took out America, let's say, and it's not going to happen. God will not. I I 100% think America leaves. I think on the other side of this, we got a real chance. It's a really, really great world. Um, It's just we we really have to turn this around. But I have to say, um, the hell on earth that would be unleashed if America was removed as as one of the superpowers. Yeah. What do you mean? You think think that the Muslim Brotherhood is going to be like, you know what? Fine, Davos billionaires. You guys can run it. Or fine, CCP. You guys can run it. No, 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 no. At, at that point, then they would all fight each other and then the whole world would blow up anyway. So yep. if, if people on, of humanity don't want any of that to happen, they have to now start to stop not talking. Stop, stand up, speak up, show up. Never let somebody lie to your face about anything that's going on. Don't go along to get along anymore. It's too late. You know, and, and again, I think it's very empowering if the American people actually understood that we are all being controlled and victimized by the same group of people. 
And when there are no sides, it's an illusion of choice. There is no left and right. Mm -hmm. If people just realize right now, the war is for our freedom. Without our freedom, you're not marching on anything, you know? Right. So uh, people really just have to start to realize that. I don't like people that are Trump people or RFK Jr. people fighting each other because they hate us both equally. Right. And and their own voters don't understand that they're being used, and that's fine. But um, this is not – this is way above our government, and uh, they're very recognizable who they are. And there's so many more of us. But, again, I think January 6th made a lot of people stop from – standing up and i hope that that reverses in the next few months yeah no uh, it's, it's just terrifying but in another way like you say well there is on the other side this uh kind of uh awakening great hope for it could go right things actually could go right yeah we got to slay the the octopus, you know, kill it from the top, you know, put the, it's at the top. It's not at the bottom. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, draining the swamp because all those swamp creatures are owned by the people at the top, uh, a captured nation. And, and we're not the only one. Klaus Schwab brags about infiltrating governments all over the world, including ours. And we sit there and wonder, and, you know, we have a lot of things we have to do. What is scary? I don't know if you guys saw that uh, NBC News article uh, where they talk about that they're already, and it's the same people. It's the Crossfire Hurricane Mueller team that are involved here. They, um, in this NBC News article, they're very brazen. You guys remember the Molly Ball article where they bragged about coordinating yeah. to steal the election. Well, yeah. this is like the follow-up. So just two weeks ago, NBC News puts out, the Intel News Agency, I call them, puts out this article and it says, those taking part in the effort told NBC News they are studying Trump's past actions and 2024 policy positions so that they will be ready if he wins in November. That includes preparing to take legal action and send letters to Trump appointees spelling out consequences they'd face if they undermine constitutional norms. Then it goes on to say, we're already starting to put together a team to think through the most da damaging types of things that Trump might do so that we're ready to bring lawsuits if we have to, says Mary McCord, executive director of Institution of Constitutional Advocacy and Protection <laughs> at Georgetown. Which so, means the opposite of the Constitution. Doing. So first of all, she was... She was one of the key architects of Crossfire Hurricane and the Mueller report and all of that. So they don't hide it. You know, Weissman goes on TV every night. They're all, Weissman and Eisen are putting out op-eds and all the time. Like they're, they're guiding the media to go with the narrative because every single thing that Trump is going through, they're all going to get reversed on appeal. These are novel. These aren't real legal issues. Right. Not real and it, it's just to like get people agitated, like on Twitter when they were going after, uh, when they were doing the Fonnie Willis is the new George Washington, and then they say she is a great American. And I saw this picture, it was a meme, but it was a, her in profile looking off to the future, looking yeah. just like George Washington. And I was like, please uh, screen capture this for six months down the road when she's exposed as a fraud in yeah. every possible yeah. way. They don't care if it's right or wrong. They don't even no, care if it's a real lawsuit or not. It's that just loosh from getting it in the press. Exactly. Well, exactly. As long as we're fighting, they can keep doing Agenda 2030 or any of the stuff Mel's talking about or we talk about weekly. If we're at each other's throats, we're not noticing this going on. So it doesn't even matter if Trump goes to jail. Well, that's the model. That's the, the model. That's the fighting. revolution. Yeah, as so. long as we're fighting each other, we can't see that we have we have the same enemy and they're not each other. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, but if I have to be nice to Democrats, 
Mel, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can be nice to liberals and Democrats after everything we've gone through. And this is a former Democrat speaking. I know we have to, and I'm wrestling it with myself, but we do. Have I have to, to say time, that I feel how? the same. I, I don't how forgive I? them for what they did to no. me. I'm how not going to be able to forgive them. No, me either. Well, so I, I, I agree with a lot one, of that. Man. Well, I also think that, um, I think that these are people that, uh, especially, yeah, it's very hard. I don't know. Social media is such a cesspool. That's the only place I encounter anything like that. You know, I have a very tight circle. You two are in it. Um, and I don't really talk to <laughs> anyone at this point, but I do think a lot of people have been truly, truly deceived to the core from totally. birth, especially Jake, you're, you're younger than me. The gen two generations under you, I feel so bad for these people, uh, these children, they have no idea. Um, and, uh, how, how deceived they are. And, um, you know, that's going to be a hard part going forward, but I do believe that they've, they've overplayed their hand in so many realms, be it the well, pandemic. Well, they always the do world. because they have no shame. They have Everyone no has a grievance they have right no now. Shame because they're narcissists and narcissists have no boundaries and right. no yeah. shame. They have to continually inch forward. They have you to talked about this trying to shove it up your ass, huh? About you were talking about this. Uh, I can't remember what episode it was, but I think about it all the time about serial killers. Yeah, and we were talking. You're like, well, first they don't all start out as serial killers, you know. First, it's like they're flashing the neighbor, and there was the the chasing the thrill. But they had to make sure somebody was being punished, and mm -hmm. that had to escalate. And it seems like when you say we don't, they don't care. It's not that they don't care. It's that they get off. It seems like they literally yeah. physically get off on our disdain. And that's what's in it for them. It's not yeah, even everyone's like, like they just want money and control. No, they want you to suffer. They want right. you to be miserable. That's what. Well, that's they, they want to humiliate you because yeah. that's where the loose is. The humiliation before the before they do the final coup de gras yeah. of yeah. like the people they abuse and torture to death. Yeah, you know, sexual. which yeah. is what Obama want, wanted hidden about uh, what they were doing to people in his prisons. Um, yeah. Well, and, you uh, know, if if you read the documents, and I have many of them, as you said, on the Mel K Show resource page. So if you read Facts First or Democracy Matters or Eisen has a new one, uh, uh, Democracy in Crisis and <laughs> all this nonsense that they write. Um, I, I am I am 100 percent sure if any of these people, they lawfared from the lawyers, uh, you know, and, and again, they do this novel thing where everyone where they have all in all these cases, unindicted co-conspirators, yes. which Wiseman has been using for decades. And that's a tactic so that the people that are unindicted co-conspirators live in fear that yes. they will be indicted. So right. they don't do anything in terms of exculpatory evidence. They don't they don't go up and, and say the truth to in, incriminate themselves. They don't want to be charged, but the whole time the scepter of the of the idea that they might be will can drive them over the edge. But some of these people, especially one of the cases that's the most egregious is John uh, John Eastman. I don't know if you guys know him. Mm -mm. He's a, he was one of Trump's lawyers, a really sweet guy. I've had him on so nice. They have tortured this guy. He had such a great uh, career. He was a law school dean. He's really decorated. They've gone after almost all of the Trump lawyers, as you guys know. They've yeah. destroyed as, they, as much as they could Sidney Powell and other people. I will tell you, from reading their own papers and, and knowing Media Matters and David Brock and how Eisen and, and all of them write these op-eds about us, they, they hate Trump supporters as much as they hate him. And that's about 80 million people. You hear them all, they the maggots, the mega Republicans. 
Yeah, that's 80 million Americans at least. Uh, and we're not MAGA Republicans. We're just patriots that love mm -hmm. America. But um, I will tell you, I feel like, and I see this in my head because Roseanne, you and me and, and Jake, to some extent, we've been in rooms with these people that, uh, you know, and I'll tell you right now, they would have a champagne. If one, any one of these people say, say killed themselves, yeah. this would be a win. Yeah. I'm telling you the way that they speak when I say they want a final solution for the Trump voters. Yeah. I mean it. Like that's how they talk. We need to destroy them. We need to break them. We need to, we need to destroy. And a lot of this Trump stuff, this psychological warfare of like making us humiliating us by watching the E. Jean Carroll thing unfold. And then the next blow will be this next thing. And the next blow that is about us. Yeah. That is not about Trump. That is yeah. about demoralization, Besmanov, demoralization, dehumanization, crisis, normalization. They want us to say, I surrender. I forget it. Trump should just walk away because mm -hmm. they know that we don't have anyone else. So to, that will stand for us. So right. a lot of this is about us giving up on Trump more than even putting him in jail. I think, yeah. I think you're a hundred percent right. I've, I a hundred percent believe that that's the play which is why they hate us so much. Cause we're like, every time they do it, we're like, shit, now I got to vote for Trump. I was starting to waver on Trump, but now I got to vote for Trump because what you're yeah. doing to them. And they don't understand. That's the funniest part. They don't understand that this effect is their cause. We what are they don't understand, I think what, what they, they don't. don't understand. Well, there's a million things they don't understand. Like uh, for one thing, the human spirit, they have no idea about, but you know, with which Kathy always says, and she's right. But, uh, you know, they, they have no idea that we totally see through them now. Right. We yeah. see through well, them. They know they're scared. Yeah. They're and they're like, what, what? Well, again, thank you for watching the Roseanne Barr podcast with Mel Kay. Um, we wanted to bring up a sponsor that we deal with a lot. Uh, we've also had one of them on the show, Dr. Drew yeah, Pinsky. Yeah, Dr. Drew. He's on the board. And Dr. Peter McCullough, who's coming on, the mm -hmm. the great hero American doctor that's been yeah. blowing the whistle mm -hmm. on Vax. Absolutely. So there's a company. We've we've done ads for them. It's twc.health. Mm -hmm. um, they have these medical kits. We've sold a bunch of them, and they're great. What they just came out with now is a travel that's so kit. smart because you never know you know how many times have we traveled and we've gotten sick as yeah. soon as we got to where we were going no it's that true. happened to me in london i'm sick and i had no medicine i had to find a doctor it's really great and a lot of these hotels that you stay in they have no doctor or he doesn't know what the hell he's doing no. so it's so great this is a life-saving thing it is it's got six prescription drugs it's got a guidebook it's like basically having a doctor on call mm -hmm. in your suitcase and you know traveling in general like there's different risks to different com countries and we all know like if you're traveling in the world you have to go get shots and there's all this stuff like right. this pretty much sets you up i mean still look into what you got to do but just having this is going to prepare you and protect you a lot more yeah it's really smart it's really smart and and then also the what we know about the world and you know uh what they're doing in laboratories secret laboratories all over the world and what they did with covid uh, you know allegedly like if you're on the road and you're traveling you never know what might break out either i know i was reading today some weird coughing thing is breaking out on subways yeah in london or something so it's like really good uh mental health you know positive state of mind if you had this and you were traveling absolutely
It's good. It's literally putting a doctor in your well, not literally, but it's like putting a doctor in your in your suitcase. And uh, we highly recommend this product. We've done it. We've done we've done their medical kits and other products for them. Um, it's a brilliant company mm -hmm. because the other thing that we noticed during COVID was it was very hard to even get proper medicine from proper doctors because yeah. a lot of doctors were scared and losing their licenses. So they formed this company, basically saying, "This is an end around." You know, ivermectin does help. We're not going to, you know, yeah. ruin your life and career on CNN because you tried to take something that actually won the yeah, Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, it's depoliticized medicine. Right. Well said. So tell people where to go. Okay. Go to twc.health forward slash RB and promo code RB. We'll get you 10% off. Yeah. Don't risk ruining your trip. What? My shit ain't working? My bullshit ain't working. Yeah. I think they're in a panic too. I think COVID was scarier for them, the people behind the pandemic, than it was for us because they thought, you know, the way it worked on our family members that fell for it, they thought we were all gonna. And most of us, I mean, I know Mel and, and mom, and you, I know we talked about this early on, like we knew it was bullshit, like day one. Yeah. And yeah. I think they were really kind of embarrassed on some level that half of us saw through it and still do. I th and think that's why they hate us. I think th I think they think we're dumb. And then every day we get proven right. Our conspiracies are proven fact. And they're just like, we have to kill these people. <laughs> we just have to I'm take them out. You, I, they're, I, I'm telling you, they're, their own personal internal documents that people send to me that are confidential and that, that they read in their meetings, wherever they are, the Ritz-Carlton in the Pentagon City or wherever they go. Hmm. Um, I'm telling you that they, they really do believe that 80 million people should be eliminated. They, yeah. they believe this. And, 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 and that is, and I'm not talking about that everyone does. I'm just saying that the people that are running this country, really running this country, the fifth column, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and that is a problem. Like I said, a lot of things were put in um, under the DOJ, uh, Department of Homeland Security bubble that was created. Uh, they have no oversight and they, they've come up with this whole narrative, starting with the Trayvon hoax, mm -hmm. um, about all of the, that they've slowly walked towards, well, the white supremacists, which is a fraud, um, domestic terrorists are the most dangerous thing in America. They're still saying that with our yeah. open border. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> How funny is it that they want a digital ID, these people, like that's their plan. And then they think you know, people can't get IDs for voting. Like that's too difficult for people, but then you can have a microchip in injected in your hand to pay for shit they're fine with. How funny is that? Yeah, how do all these people get their welfare if they don't have an ID? Yeah, exactly. You know, what they, they can't they can't reach them. There, there's no, I mean, it's so ludicrous, but I'm telling you, I've read through all of these things. This is the Mark Elias, Eisen, all these things, uh, Voter Integrity Project. What's their, they have some other ones that are really funnily named. Um, what's, what's this one? Uh, let me tell you, oh, uh, Voter Protection Project. That's right. what I'm <laughs> I'll tell you right now. It's the opposite of what it means. It's right. That's what we're saying. It's the, it's the inverse. No, it's upside down world. No, it is. That's why they call it that. It's, it's, uh, it's hilarious. It's just so insulting on such a level. But like, as I say, but, you know, at a certain a point, there's like where you withdraw and go, you can't insult me anymore because I don't give a fuck what you think. That's where we and are. And then you go, man, are you ridiculous? Look at you dancing around like you do. And, and I think I, we're at that point where we're like, we know you're bullshit. We know mm -hmm. you're full of shit and you're a goddamn liar. We yeah. see right. it. You think, you think you're invisible? 
you actually think we don't see you, but psychopaths and, you know, which are, you know, become serial killers, psychopaths and these types, well, they, they can't read social cues of other people. So they just assume and they ape, you know, copy. Right. Yeah. Because they don't really have any authentic reflexes or, or reactions to anything because they can't consume the information that leads to that hmm. at all. They can't hold more than one thought in their mind. They certainly can't hold two disparate thoughts at the same time in their minds because hmm. that's how fucking stupid they are and how dumbed down. And, uh, you know, they have no right to speak about anything. Jesus. Well, that's what I think. I'm that's so fucking sick of stupid fucking idiots who think they're smart and they're just nothing but fucking idiots. Yeah. And this is where I think we, we figure out who, who's, who's on actually, you know, this, this future, better uh, future for America team is this. I think that our DNA as Americans, regardless of, you know, whatever division you want to say, black, white, gay, straight, Asian, Christian, Catholic, Jewish, I don't care what you are. I think that all of us equally despise bullies. And right now we have a bunch of bullies running this country that do not care what the Americans want or say, and they will, they sit down, shut up, or we'll kick your door in. And you think they're doing it to us now? Because I'll tell you everything that they're doing to Trump, you know what they've suspended? Innocent until proven guilty. And in America, that's not okay. And so, and a trial by your trial by a jury of your peers. They they got rid of that too. They've Mm -hmm. also tried to totally decimate the executive branch so they could go in and destroy the constitution that way. Yeah. Well, they skipped it. They created a a an intelligence arm of the of the United States government that is is accountable to no one to no no one. Yeah, and and that true. is where it's all coming from. And then above them are the globalist funded um, NGOs and think tanks that are writing our legislation. And you know who doesn't count at all right now in America? Any American citizen at all. Right. right. We're the forgotten people of America. Well, we're we the enemy of the state. Yeah. All of us, though, not just the Trump voters. No, every single every American. A problem. Yeah. yeah. A problem. Well, all That's taxpayers true. are the enemies of the state because they don't want to pay for illegal immigrants to go to college and get health care when they don't get none of that shit. And constantly they probably don't even want to go to college and get help. (laughs) We're not dealing with that ilk of people, but this is all, I I believe that it's all a psychological operation. Like Besmanov said to wear us down, to wear us down, to wear us down till we just say, we surrender United nations, world economic forum, do your great reset. We're going to go, we're going to sign up for your digital gulag id you can track and trace and surveil me you can watch my house and my car and smart city and all of that just make it stop all Mm -hmm. all they they want us to get to a point where we just say just make it stop yeah and if we get to that point then we deserve to lose because we cannot allow that i mean but don't you just feel that sometimes like god make it stop i do every day stop right (laughs) yeah yeah. don't you feel that way Thank God. You know, I called you like, uh, you know, probably three months ago and I'm like, Roseanne, I can't take it anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And you said, let's just pray to God to just make us useful in whatever his plan is and just go with that. 
And I've done that every single day since. No, no kidding. And every single day I pray to God to make me useful and have me say and find and expose and, and talk about the things that will help him in his plan. Cause I have no idea what his plan is, but I just want to be on the right side of it. Yeah, well, I, I think that his plan, I think that he gave us a detailed plan, but you know, I think it, it, it just takes so much to decode it because it, you have to go through all this histo historic, oh my God, the historic covering and then recovering and then recovering and then discovering and then recovering, you know, in academic, yeah. you know, the history of what, what really God's word is because really, oh my God, don't get me started. But I'll tell you, it's, it's pretty amazing. And I think that what is happening is that, uh, Everything horrible is just being exposed. Yeah, it is. You know, and, and there were so many centuries where we've all lived where it, it was hidden and there was no yeah. way for anyone to know it or to see it or even to uh, imagine it, except for if you were a victim. And if you were, no one believed you. Yeah. No. You were an enemy of the state at that point because if you told anyone about what, those people were doing you were an enemy yeah. um, the power that abuses people and gets off on it because they do yeah you know because yeah. they are sadomasochistic they really are and they they love humiliating and grinding people's face under their boot they really yeah. like it some of them like to do it to different classes of people some different ages some different colors or cultures but but uh they're all the same in that they are the boot of power on the face of mankind forever yeah, yeah and if you go find out. if you go find the plans they, they lay out these plans they, they don't hide it the rockefeller plans in 2010 but you can go back to kissinger writing about all of this and i'll tell you what weren't you glad that he finally kicked the fucking bucket mm -hmm. I mean, now we sound like them I, yeah. I, I honestly, I just wish that he was exposed while he was alive. Every time one of these people die, I'm like, damn it. You know, <laughs> I, wanted them, I wanted them exposed while they were alive, you know, but I'll tell you um, what I do think though. And I, for people that don't really get what we're talking about and, and Jake's right on my website, you can go there. You can see my chart. It makes a lot of sense. Once Please you see go it. there. Please go there. Right above, right above our government, it ends. And yeah. then th that's when the power begins. Our government right now are handlers for people right. above them. They have nothing to do. They're not working for us. But um, even still, there's still a small group of people. And, and, and listen, the people we're talking about, even worldwide, we're talking about, I, I've mapped this, unfortunately. I followed the money. We're talking about about 20,000 people right. out, of seven billion, out of 7 billion. You know, I mean, that's who's running the world. <laughs> it's like this Who do you think is the most powerful person in the world right now? I think the most powerful person in America right now is Larry Fink. I think mm -hmm. the most powerful person in the world right now, we don't know their names, but it is whoever sits at the top of the Bank of International Settlements. Yeah. That's who's the most powerful person in, in the world, in my opinion. I mean, you know, so, but in America right now, I think the person with the most power is Larry Fink. Yeah. Um, What's it, that guy's problem? I mean, what is wrong with him that he's, he has well, I'll to tell you. everything so much. Well, so he's we a giant globalist. 
And, and, you know, he's on the board also of the Council of Foreign, he's not only the CEO of BlackRock, he's on the board of Council of Foreign Relations, he's on the board of the World Economic Forum. Yeah. And BlackRock is the only company, apparently, financial company that can roam freely in Chinese communist, I mean, in, in communist China. Uh, he's, he's got his hand in a lot of pots, and, and it doesn't all make that much sense how this could happen. Uh, also, a lot of people in uh, the White House are right from there, and a lot of people say that um, there was a meeting shortly uh, in January yeah. where he picked Joe Biden, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because, Larry you know, Frank. the power that big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe like maybe not just him, but because a lot of people say that there was also a meeting between Obama and Clyburn, who runs the whole, I think, Black Congressional Caucus and all those people for that Joe Biden was the best guy. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of reasons they picked Joe Biden. But, um, you know, there was also a meeting because he's one of the architects of the Great Reset. Right. Larry Fink. You know, and that he owns almost everything in the S and P five hundred in terms of not owns he controls controls, um, and everything. And lots of people in America's pensions, the blue collar, and everything else. But um, and they also have their Aladdin machine, which I guess is some kind of, you know, uh, analyzes data for all the banks anyway, and all the financial institutions, and he runs all that. But um, a lot of people talk about that there was a meeting uh, about six months before COVID where Larry Fink, uh, he's also the architect of the ESG score and all that. He summoned everyone to Wyoming uh, in this meeting, and he basically went through a whole speech, which was some people call it the going direct speech. And this is uh, the global uh, model. The agenda 2030 was getting so messed up because of Trump um, that he, this is what they say, that he called everyone together, all the major CEOs of the companies he controls, and which is everything, and all of the bankers. And he called them and he said, we have to start going direct. And a lot of people say that going direct means direct to the people, skipping the government, the Constitution, the mm -hmm. Bill of Rights, and going through the, the corporations and the banks that he controls right to the people to change our behavior, change our patterns, change everything. And I believe that that is what happened with COVID. And when I look at the whole thing, Transition Integrity Project, the going direct meeting, some of the other things and the funding, I mean, I fully believe that that was a pandemic, and I don't think 100%. it was just Trump's populism. I think it was populism was spreading all over the world. Mm -hmm. And this, remember the Hong Kong thing yeah, was going yeah, on? Yeah, and yeah, like I think before they thing. started showing us pictures of people dropping dead on the street in China, right. Hong Kong was rising up. I mean, just look at what was going on at that time, critically now, three and a half years later. And, and I don't know. People say, well, why would they unleash that to stop Trump from winning again? I said, well, it was much bigger than Trump winning again. Yeah. It was the end of the global it, it, agenda. Twenty thirty would have been totally dismantled within six months of him in 2020, 2020 I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. I, I was gonna. I keep going back to uh, the tunnels in Gaza because what it what in effect it it uh, exposed was the role of UNRWA. The UN, you know, oh, yeah, the UN. Trump and, uh, defunded and that too. and all kinds of UN, you know, operatives that live in Gaza and are Hamas centric, you know, totally are Hamas operatives and work for the UN. So they're working both sides of the street there. And well, that's uh, why I think how October that. 7th was uh, very much. Um, engineered and choreographed by the UN through Hamas against the Jewish people. And to me, the UN, that's why it's so horrible because 
it, it just hates God, hates Torah, and hates the Jewish people. That, that, and yet, that's why it exists is because it created Israel. So it's like it has to, it has to destroy its own source, as does everything anti-Semitic. Hi everyone, I hope you're enjoying this episode. Like we told you, it's 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 one of the most informative, but there's one thing I want to talk about um, before we talk about my pillow and how great those, those Your chest are. hair? Yeah, I saw the comments last week um, and I just want to say that I was, I was quite honored, especially some of the memes that came out. So I've decided I'm just going to lean into it. So in case you're wondering in this episode, uh, why I'm feeling so sporty is because I know that the ladies dig it and the gay dudes too apparently they like it so far or they're oh. just messing with me but I just want to try it out so I'm just gonna people are liking your chest hair this is male cleavage male cleavage oh I think they're liking it or they're making fun of me oh but whatever I've decided to just lean into it so it reminds me of my dad he had a big hairy chest well that's where I got it and yeah, his baldness it comes from your mother's father. Yeah. So thank you for, for that. Yeah. He was ball headed and had body hair like a bear. Yeah. That's 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 pretty much me. So anyway, uh, we did the My Pillow ad because we love the My Pillow slippers. Oh which... my gosh, we love them. <laughs> and... I was wearing them all over town. <laughs> wore them to dinner last night. I know we did that last week when we talked about this ad, but we really do wear them. I wore them too. I actually it was a nice restaurant, so I wore jeans and a button up and the my pillow slippers because they do look like loafers you can't really no they do look like loafers you can't tell no it's the most comfortable so anyway uh you know again when you go to mypillow.com forward slash rb there's other products on there we we only just talk about the slippers but there's pillows and sheets we did our bed in california before we came out here we got we got the my pillow pillows the sheets the blankets Every single thing he sells because we love Mike Lindell. We love Don't Lindell. We? He's so brave and done such great work for our country. No, he's amazing. He's going to be coming on soon too, uh, spoiler alert. But it's just also, it's a good product. Like y- sometimes you buy it to support someone, but then you go home and you just throw it in your closet. Like these, you sleep on, we wear them. So you're supporting Lindell, but you're also sleeping in really comfortable sheets and comfortable yeah. pillows and robes and shoes. Yeah, I mean, he cares about what he sells. So he that's. Does. That's another good thing. He's not just about mass marketing a bunch of crap to make money. He cares that you're satisfied with it. He understands that you work hard for your money and you want value Absolutely. to be returned. And I think that that's what drives him in every way because he wants value returned to the voters yeah. in, in a certain way, you know. Course, I wish he'd be. start doing more high fashion with those slippers i'm gonna maybe i'll talk to him about that maybe we can do a whole product line with you and like sexy slippers yeah like for how dinner's out like how kim kardashian does skims you could do like some version of skims for my pillow for old lady slippers <laughs> so go to mypillow.com forward slash rb or call 800-973-9214 yeah, and I, I'm not so sure because one thing you said there is really important, which is um, that they uh, were funding a lot of this. Well, the truth of the matter is they don't have money. They still get their money from the international banking cartel that funds them, and that includes a lot of our money. But don't forget, too, I've always thought that what happened in Israel is not about Jews or Palestinians or Israelis or uh, or any of this stuff. I really think they want that land. 
Yeah. And, uh, and, and that lands strategically. Uh, and I honestly think that it's about the Belt and Road Initiative more okay. than anything else. I think they want to flatten that whole piece of land. They don't believe in God. They don't care about the inequ uh, antiquities that are there. They don't care about the mosque. They don't care about the temple. They don't care about the people. They want that land. Yeah. And, and that's how I feel also about Ukraine. So if you're looking at all of this through my lens, I think every war that's going on right now is all geared towards the Great Reset and, mm -hmm. and this in the bigger picture of that and that it's being well, funded. Well, you're by saying that it's I, all geared to port. Well, they want that port, but I think more it's more a, a thing where causing chaos everywhere that they possibly can, where it's easy. It was yeah. easy to cause chaos between the Ukrainians and Russians. It's easy to right. cause chaos between the, the, the Palestinian or, or organization and right. the Jewish community. It's easy. They're, they're throwing, like, uh, you know, matches yeah. on yeah. things that will easily implode right now, at this time in history, on purpose, is my, yeah. my theory on this. Yeah. But what, what is the Belt and Road thing? I mean, you're talking about... China. Well, the ultimate benefactor of all of this war and shit is China, which I've I've, I've suspected, yeah, a hundred percent. And and they've all listen. It's not just Klaus Schwab that praises China. Bill Gates does. Larry Fink does. Rockefeller always did. Kissinger did. Gates, you know, I mean, they all believe that how China runs their society is the model for the world. They want humans to be run like tracked and traced surveillance cattle. Uh, that they fully control and on everything. They want us on universal basic income. They want to decide what, I mean, it's, they don't believe, uh, they don't want us to have private property. They do whole ads that will yeah. own nothing and be happy. Yeah. I mean, what they want is a worldwide digital technocracy, totalitarian track and trace surveillance, 17 development goals to sustainable living. Sustainable means controlled. Right. You know, so. Well, it's just um, a total the, war on creativity, isn't it? hundred yeah. percent. There's no creativity. Get out of here. No entrepreneurs, no inventors, no scientists. No They'll freedom, no liberty. It's individual. Especially for women. I look at it as a big crackdown on women. You know, I mean, look at, look at the shit we're just saying that men are women. I mean, are you shitting me? And why would they want to be? Yeah, I don't that's know. The last I can thing see I'd why they want to be so cool and way I'm so happy I was born I male. Are you kidding? I'm what? so jealous. I wish. <laughs> yeah, no, being a man's a million times better. No, it's Just, easier. Well, it's, it's you're pragmatic and you're intellectual and you're logical. So it's like it's a it's a great combination, unlike what you ladies have. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to worry about doing your hair and your makeup and your well, I don't. And all that. Well, because it's women are more <laughs> in the <laughs> clearly I don't worry about my weight. <laughs> no, but women are more in their feelings and you know creative in a in a certain way. But uh, boy, they hate anything having to do with women. They just hate women so bad they can't even bear that we exist. I mean, well, really, not having that's control. why they hate the deplorables because they hate breeders. When yeah. they said deplorables, I knew that was a code word for breeders. Because we've all heard those people at parties, those are you fucking breeders, you know, when we're laughing and being rude. But, I mean, that is how they regard us. Like, why would you want to reproduce and have a family? What the fuck is wrong with you? Because <laughs> they just hate humanity and themselves. Yeah. Well, 
and and that is that is the truth and you know what's great though while they dumbed down our kids they dumbed down their own because i'll tell you what they didn't raise kissingers and brzezinski's in this generation so that's the other failure that they have is that they don't have i know well they don't have them they don't exist anymore that their kids that you guys know i mean they're they're kids you went to school with some jake (laughs) yeah their kids grew up to to want to own surfboard shops and uh and live in live in the jungle yeah, no, that and those are the those are the most entrepreneurial of them. They don't like know here in Hawaii, not far from where my place is, there's a whole valley of people that are um, heirs that just rejected right. their family's wealth and they're right. living in tents in the mountains and they got dreadlocks down to their ass and you know they're like, but when you talk to them, it's like they're very educated, a little autistic, but very very wealthy and they just want to be left alone and live in the woods <laughs> right and they grow up with all that wealth and that privilege and stuff that's been rejected a lot that's why this new generation the young global leaders or the wexner fellows coming out of harvard or whatever and then they also did the whole dei affirmative action in the poison ivy league so they're pumping out people that aren't of the of the caliber of mental acuity to be able to do strategic covert plans worldwide that we don't see. So everything that they do, we see it and we point at it and they freak out. And now they have big events about disinformation and misinformation. They had to create a whole fake genre of fact checkers. I mean, this is how ridiculous it is. That, <laughs> We've got to just start laughing again and living point. our best oh my lives. God, I love that. It's such a great point. It is a great so, point. So you're saying that you feel like intelligence is winning. Well, I think common sense is winning more than intelligence Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of intelligence people that are totally stupid. Uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, but I will tell you that I think that common sense is winning because people are looking around. I don't care what it is, whether it's what's happening in your kids' schools or what's happening at the border or what's happening overseas or what's happening in your grocery bill or what's happening, you know, in the infrastructure of this country. And you're thinking, well, why are we giving away money? Uh, the homelessness, you know, you guys uh, left after me, but I left L.A. because I really I, it was so sad to, to see the. The, the the them just dismantling and discarding human beings and lives and all that and i think that everyone is equally frustrated and and that's why you know my mom says all the time she goes oh you shouldn't say that name out loud i go you know what because i learned a lot from hannah arendt and one thing i learned was if everybody is guilty nobody is guilty and if we don't start naming names and saying what's really going on then nothing's ever going to change and the real criminals are going to continue to put themselves in positions of power because people don't know who they are so if i if the hill i'm going to die on is to say that the crossfire hurricane Mueller team needs to be held accountable now and that they need to be indicted and they need to go to prison for spying on a sitting duly elected president uh, and any and, and everyone else. Well, that is where the rot is right, right now. Yep. And if those people and they put themselves all back in power, you have to understand that. And guess what I saw today? They're putting a lot of the complicit media pumping them up for this year back and they put John Stewart, you know, back on TV, but they also put this, uh, um, this Natasha, whatever her name is on CNN, a huge Russiagate coaxing liar. I'm sure they're going to up the Maddow shows. Jen Psaki is, is an operative. She's not a news person. Nicole Wallace is not a news person. Mika Brzezinski's father created this model. You know, it's like there, there's, there's what, what I'm saying uh, more than anything is I just believe that the people uh, really need to go back to um, understanding that it's a small group of bullies 
elitist snob bullies that are toasting glasses right now in Manhattan in some penthouse laughing at how much they're they're upsetting we're almost going to destroy those deplorables they're still saying that but now there's now there's 120 million of us mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well said Oh, we have to have you back, Mal. This is like we. This was so <laughs> much. Come to Hawaii. I, yeah, I, I, come to Hawaii. We need to. Months. We need to sit and configure a whole bunch of shit. I love yeah. talking to you. I love uh, hearing your your brain and your. And I appreciate all the research you've done. It's just you. remarkable. You're a remarkable person. I'm so glad I know you. I'm so Aww. glad you came on my show today. It was. Uh, so Amazing. fun and so fascinating to be able to hear well, you. I'm also really positive. You know, when we all get together in real life and, and the whole rest of the world goes away, you really do realize how lucky we are and, and how much love and friendship and faith. And that's what I say to everyone right now. You know, it's been really hard and they want it to be hard. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? We should be living our best lives. I wish that we could. The only reason I keep doing this and put up a show every day, and it's always like what I'm saying right now, because I'm, I'm just keep digging in. I want people to be empowered by the truth and realize we're all on the same side and and uh, we are in a David and Goliath situation, but really yeah. it's the opposite. They are. And, yeah. and I want people to realize that we have so much power. And it's an extraordinary time to be alive. Everyone, I say to people all the time, I don't care if you were a drunk, a womanizer. I don't care what you did in your past. I, even, you could have had a great company and, and fed millions of people. Whatever you did, right now is a time in humanity and in history uh, that we will look back and people will ask you what you did when America almost fell. And, yeah. and think about that. Go inside. Talk to yourself. Like, like Kathy says, pen to paper, old school. Get your critical thinking working because right now everyone can redefine who they are. That's mm-hmm. the stage we are in. We are in a limbo stage on planet Earth. And you can read, redefine your purpose and your mission. Everyone right now could be a hero or a leader in their own world, in their own community. I keep telling everyone, if that does get what's going on, go be Paul Revere in your community. You know, when he was saying the British are coming, people were like, oh, my God, that lunatic's coming again. And I'm like, be that guy, you know. Yeah. And, and I think that it's a time of, like, great standing up from the inside. It's such an opportunity for people to redefine what matters to them. and to Because this is about our family, our future. It's about compassion and love and empathy and uh and really turning this around if we get rid of that fifth column and then we pull out you know look these people are already planning they're not like trump to do, do anything when he gets in in 2024 well i got to keep talking about it then because if they if we know about it they can't do it covertly right. so you know just be brave bravery is the one thing that that is really um undervalued and really really needed more than ever agreed i think it'd be summed up in three words or four words which is the great american adage come and take it you know, yeah. if they, the if they really American think what come and take it, I'm saying the yeah. adage, I think I said, like, they're going to try and take America. They're going to try and take us out. Come on, come and get us. Yeah. Yeah. All in lobby. Well, every single American this. citizen has to do that, has to say, this is my country and take it personally. If every citizen in America said my individual liberty, my individual sovereignty and my freedom is first, yep. we would turn this thing around overnight. hundred percent. Well, well I don't you. think people know what any of that means, but I, I think I really don't most, but I think what a lot of people might grasp is that there there's a war going on for sure. And it's inside of every human heart. Yeah. You are at war with yourself, with, with your expectations and your beliefs and your suppositions and all of that stuff and your prejudices you're going to have to sort it all out and uh, cast it off. 
and stop dragging around this baggage that's ruining everything. Stop yeah. carrying old baggage of bigotry and idiocy and trying to bring that into the future because God has no place for it. That's what I think. I think that everything stupid and useless is going to go away and everything good and uh, beneficial to humanity is going to continue growing. I think it's a great time. And, uh, you know, and it's all, it's all just uh, dependent also on information wars. Like Alex Jones says, it's, uh, it's huge information war, mind control, information war. Uh, keep this stuff unoccupied. Yeah, right? well said. All right. Thank you, kids. Love Thank you. you. That was amazing. Next time in Hawaii. Oh,